Judah and Matthew are dumpster people, and they occasionally use foul and inappropriate language. Listen at your own risk. Welcome to Brother Date. I'm Matthew. I'm Judah. Uh, boy, it's been a while. Um, happy holidays, everybody. How are how are the holidays? Oh, I got you excited because I I thought you were wishing me happy holidays. No, 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 I was not. I was about to say oh, happy holidays to you too, Matt. You know, it was was a little lonelier this Christmas. It was you were in Nashville, didn't get to see you, etc. But no, it turns out you don't care. No, I, I'm, I'm having a conversation that you interrupted with the viewers, right? Yeah. The viewers, the listeners right now. And I'm saying, uh, how are your holidays? And they were starting to talk, and then you started the talk. And now everyone's just kind of sitting around like, who should talk next? Should, what should, what should I like go to the bathroom? I should be less rude. Yeah. Uh, we've been missing them for obvious reasons. Holidays are always tough, and then especially if you're moving across the country. So that's why we haven't been doing it. So everybody who's very sad, very, very sad about what has happened, that's why. Um, also, next week I'm traveling, so we're going we're gonna to be missing it next week, too. And then we'll come back with a Star Trek, but this week is a mailbag. That's right. And we didn't want to watch a bunch of Star Trek, is basically what happened. Yeah, let's, we wanted to have an easy holiday. I mean, we wanted to give you guys time to get back into the swing of things, and I will announce the episodes we're going to watch at the end of this, but uh, let's get that mailbag, huh? Yeah, let's do it. Mailbag by Brother Date. On the 15th of December, Ryan wrote in at Brother Date. Oh, don't you worry. I am here to weigh in. It's a good rifle and has been widely adopted by law enforcement agents and militaries. Law enforcement agent and militaries. Probably meant agencies. That's okay. Usually, uh, when I'm not so out of practice, I would have corrected that for him. You would have so auto-corrected that's it my with, bad. with your mouth. Yeah. The 50 BMG will punch through half an inch of steel with no problem, and its ricochets easily shatter SUV windows. That is from personal experience. All One right. time we did go shooting in a quarry. We shot a rock that was like 300 yards away. Ooh. A piece of a tiny piece of rock arced way up into the air, came back down through the trees, and broke the back window of his dad's SUV. <laughs> so it flew. The ricochet flew completely over all of us. At which point, we all looked at each other like, "Has this not been safe?" It was like we that, thought we were far enough away. It was like that moment in, if I'm allowed to still mention it, even though there was some unpleasantness in Carboys when they tried to do something to Busto 2.0, and suddenly the truck exploded. Yep, and flew into the air behind them. Um, yeah, I think was... you're allowed to still talk about car boys. It's luckily uh, the whole world. It turns out is gross and bad. Yeah, it's and true. Now... That did happen before. Um, it happened yeah. to everybody. That's right. Yeah, he was first. He was very trendy on trend. Well, also he he works for a. Um, sort of a forward-thinking news organization also, so it's... 
he wasn't at the kind of place where they reluctantly had to do something about it. Yeah, everyone was actually pretty He outraged. was at the kind of place where they took it real seriously and people were upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that was that anti-material rifle we were talking about. Now, how would it do against, say, an inch th- an inch thick of transparent aluminum? Uh, well, we have stuff like that in stock. Okay, cool. Because uh, I can just I can just punch it up on this uh, on this old 1980s computer, and that then, was the uh, bi- was the big improvement, right? Was that Scotty was going to get that whale tank down to be one inch thick mm-hmm. with the transparent aluminum? Yeah, because he's like, how much would it, how much? Because the plexiglass was going to yeah. be six inches thick. That's right. He's like, oh, that's easy. Oh, six, six inches. inches. We have that in stock. Yeah, and he's like, by the way, they had enough in stock to make that whale tank. Like, I guess. what's their warehouse look like? <laughs> Who's ordering sixty? No, I mean, it must be like a hundred feet long by twenty feet high piece of six inch thick plexiglass. That kind of manufacturing that sounds like East Bay. Did they mention that Scotty and uh, McCoy went to the East Bay for that? You know the geography of the movie Star Trek Four is not has not been well curated. No, well it's, we know there's uh, the Cetacean Institute, which is fictional. That's right. The fictional Cetacean in Institute Sausalito. is in Sausalito, mm-hmm. so it's across the Golden Gate Bridge, right? Right. Um, the stand-in is definitely the Monterey Bay Aquarium, which is pretty pretty far south. Yep. Yeah. Yep. South of South Bay. I um, almost put it this way: it's on a different bay. That's correct. Than the one San Francisco is on, and uh, and then obviously there's a lot in San Francisco, Golden Gate Park. Uh, they That's go right. to Alameda for the nuclear vessels. They do go to Alameda, and then but then it's not clear to me which hospital Chekhov is taken yes, from. Yes, that's yes. They just they just say the like hospital. downtown General or something oh, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But is it like they probably would have taken him to a hospital in Oakland, right? Yeah, he was in Alameda there. From I'm Alameda. I'm not going to take that fucker across the bridge. Also, there's like a couple of cops outside the door or something, but I feel like there probably would have been a pretty heavy police presence. This guy uh, broke into and waved a weird device at a nuclear reactor on board an aircraft carrier. <laughs> that's right, and he has a Russian accent. So That's right. Of course, that's, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Of course, he's a Rusky. I love that they fucking did that gorilla style. And that part where he's asking a cop how to get to the nuclear vessels in Alameda is he's asking a real cop, and the cop doesn't know. That's <laughs> right. Cops just looking at him like, eh, "What? What the fuck yeah. am I supposed to do with this guy?" That was a fun risk everybody took, huh? Uh, look, we talked about it probably recently. That was the best Star Trek movie because it's not a Star Trek movie. It just isn't. Star Trek it's not. is um not a great. It hasn't been done well. I think our our project shows that no. even on TV, it's rarely done well, and the movies it, have not been done. It's well. not suited for movies, yeah. Um, because, well, I don't know. My contention has always been that it's the world of Star Trek, the universe of Star Trek, that's interesting. I think that's true. And the individual events in Star Trek are much less interesting, and they never like. If if uh, like there was a three movie arc that was about the Klingon War. Mm. Maybe there could have been some stuff in there. Yeah, but it's a, a property that has uh, not been taken advantage of. But Under- it's not. It's like, hey, remember that? Remember that weird dude that you arbitrarily sent to some planet? He's the well, biggest he's mad. bad villain ever. He's mad at you. And oh, uh, also, uh, your secret ex girlfriend and mother of your heretofore unmentioned child. She's been doing bad science and accidentally invented a doomsday machine. Yeah, which nobody seems to want to take her to task for. Yep. There's not definitely not a long scene where she gets yelled at about it. 
<laughs> just, it's like, and then and then everyone's like, well, you know what? Let's just kill his son in the next movie. Also, killed my son. You cling on bastards. Definitely make sure we switch uh, characters, switch actresses playing uh, playing one of the characters. <laughs> that was a, that was a meandering complaint about Star Trek two and three. Two and three. <laughs> well, well, look. So two is the one that people like the best because it's a submarine movie. Uh, it's a submarine movie. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and again, it's not really Star Trek. There, no episode of Star Trek is anything like that. Probably the closest Balance one is of Balance Terror, of Terror, which also was which was the highest scoring show. one so far. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I like six though. I like six. six. I think there's a lot of good things about six. Six actually has some themes in it. It is a Cold War movie. It's a Cold War movie. It's in the vein of Rocky Four. Yeah, six is Star Trek. Six is kind of the Rocky Four of the Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> the first six Star Trek movies. <laughs> yes, Star Trek Six is the Rocky Four of the first six Star Trek movies. But they have the advantage of being able to use metaphor. Yes, which yeah. Rocky Four can't really do. Also, kind of not a Star Trek movie. It's the Klingons aren't right, and no. Well, first of all, half of it is a weird prison escape caper. Yeah, it's a lot of prison, like uh, and uh, then there's like a weird psychological thriller going on back on the Enterprise, and it has a lot of the um unsavory starfleet that doesn't show up again until ds9 where there's a yep. lot of real dark shit going on behind the scenes well, one of them is odo so uh, colonel west it is a, it is appropriate that yeah colonel west is one of the bad guys yeah it's colonel west it's colonel west that's not klingon blood <laughs> If you if you're not watching Worf's the special extended version that they show on TV, you don't know who that is. <laughs> it's right. You're like what? they just say it's Colonel West. And no, you go, I don't know what is that. Why is Worf here? <laughs> I'm very confused by this film. I'm sorry, everybody. It's not even a Star Trek episode. No, but we're in, we'll never do one about the movies because it it's it would not be a hundred years from now. For what thing. would it even? What would we even do? We'd uh, have to put. We actually have. We'd the have to only take a way break. to do it would be to put all ten original universe star trek movies against each other wait a minute all 10 yeah including the four next generation oh the tng movies right right yeah that's i see what you're saying not the stupid J. obviously abrams you can't nonsense. put the abrams verse uh, yeah. i'm sorry the kelvin timeline movies in so stupid uh because it doesn't make just, any goddamn just, sense anyway they, it's not possible for them to be part of the same thing yeah also, we have in to... two of in at least two of the movies, I forget now if it was in Wrath of Khan, the song "Sabotage" by the Beastie Boys plays. That's all I'm going to say about it. It's... Two of them. I yes. In the second one, it's a plot point. I mean, it's actually used in the plot. It's not background music or anything. It's no, like... that is that is great. In uni- well, in both of them, it's played in universe. Like you see him selecting it in that Corvette. Yeah, to but play. that one he's just driving. In the other one, they're like, we have to play some distracting sounds. Yeah, if you haven't seen Yikes. Star Trek <laughs> Into Darkness, they use the Beastie Boys to blow up a whole swarm of robot ships. Yeah, it's pretty sad because they they just they're not equipped to rock. These robots. They can't do it, man. They he just... makes their indicators start to glow. That's all I'm going to say about it. <laughs> yeah, maybe um, it's kind of like an all-star break in the show, like halfway through. <laughs> then we, we just... could just take a movie break. Just take it, a movie break? Knock out ten films. You know, Just knock, just knock all ten of them out. Some yeah. light viewing. Oh, boy. How would you guys... You guys are probably looking forward to our first 15-hour <laughs> podcast, right? <laughs> oh, my God. When you take into account that often our critiques of... At least two of the series take longer than the actual episodes do. I'm sure there's been at least one 
episode of The Next Generation that we've spent 52 minutes on. I would not be surprised if it was several. And sometimes TOS. Because sometimes we get done with the first two and I look at the clock and I go, oh no! The TOS episodes are a little longer, so it's actually harder for them. I think they've got an extra minute or two on on TNG just because of the way syndication and commercials worked. Yep. But yeah. I mean, I, I know for sure we've done 45 on each of those shows. I would not be surprised if we had technically gone over the actual length of one of those episodes at some point. Yep. So yeah, just moving to 10 two-hour movies. I mean, two and a half if we do... We would have to do the director's cut of Star Trek 1. It would be some red-letter media. That, there's, no way, there's no way we could talk about Star Trek 1 for as long as Star Trek 1 is. There's just... Like, <laughs> what would you say? You couldn't say this. We'd so, say the same there's thing. There's very little to say. That movie is... It'd be two Glacial. and a half hours of you and me talking about how many special effects there are in it. I probably could get some real good clips of just the sound. Wah. <laughs> I mean, look, those under it. we could talk for 20 minutes about the scene on the bridge when they finally f- encounter V'ger. And... Uh, it's my my favorite scene of all time. <laughs> yeah, and v, you know, V'ger will comply and Kirk Unit and all that good stuff. Kirk Unit. <laughs> V'ger will comply. <laughs> my God, man. <laughs> What do you suggest we do? Uh, Give yeah, it all, a spanking. So, all star breaks. So look for that one around <laughs> episode eighty. That's somewhere right. in somewhere around there, uh, yeah. probably eighty five, eighty six, somewhere in there. We'll we'll have to. There may be a way to actually do this thing. Uh, I mean, presumably we could just do the first six movies as one, and then do the four TNG movies against each other as another one. But yeah. uh, since we score everything on the same scale, we. We don't have to do it all in one episode. We could space it out. That's true. We could figure it out. We'll figure it out. We could do out. like three, three, four, something like that. I declare now that we ha- we will figure it out. Yeah, I think it's I think it's it's reasonable to do. Uh, woof. Um, at brother date, Ryan writes. Uh, forgetting something you wanted to follow up with after work immediately after you leave work is definitely a thing. Yeah, I've done it. It's the only thing. I've done it um, every day, I think. Every day that yeah, it's I've the, it's had the only thing a job, I think I've yeah. done that. I've been like, uh, at like 11 a.m., I'll be like, i got to remember to do this thing after work. And then I'll remember it again at like 3.30. I'll be like, oh, yeah, okay, i got to do this thing after work. And then I'll be like, I'll shut down my computer, and then I'll just be like, time to watch Running Man. And then anything else I was going to do is gone. <laughs> yep. Hey, we're getting to the bottom of this one. Mm. Uh, at Brother Date, he writes, Wait, so which one of you squawkers made the chicken hand while fencing? So now this is coming into play. So, uh, Ben and I, uh, Ben and I took fencing for basically two years, I think, at West Valley. Maybe, maybe a year and a half, something like that. Hmm. And the, maybe the last semester, Ryan also took it. Okay. And then at some point, like, occasionally we have done some backyard fencing, because we have all the equipment. Okay. All you need is like twenty three feet of nothing to oh, trip on. Shit's regulation. Fence. You aren't just like doing it, doing it dirty in the well, backyard. We just used whatever space we could find. Okay. No one laid out a piece. Okay. Uh, I. So, uh, uh, piste, Ryan, of I think course, the answer, piste, of course, being short for piece of toast. That's right. I often ask Marjan uh, if you will make me a piece. <laughs> you, you can't even make your own toast. Well, no, I make... It should be the one cooking skill you've learned from I'm, our father. I make a lot of things, but I like to save the easy things for her, so that oh, okay. she, so so she's she got an easy time, useful. but still, yeah, but I still feels it. like she's contributing. That's... I got it. I'm in on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it was Ben who made a made a squawking chicken beak with his left hand to try and distract you, Ryan. <laughs> well, now, finally! 
It was not not really necessary. I feel bad for Ryan because Ryan did fencing a lot less than we did. So, and then we haven't done it enough for him to catch up. Yeah, he got in too late. He got he got in too late. So, while it's certainly possible that he has the potential to be a better fencer than me or Ben, uh, he just didn't have the time under his belt. So, we it would it would have made sense for Ben to try and use that tactic against me, or for me to try and use it against Ben. It's straight up unfair for one of us to do it to him. Well, at least we got to the bottom of what he's been talking about. So was this all from watching that episode where Picard's fencing? And then he said something about somebody making a fucking chicken hand. A squawking chicken hand. So I I feel like this has been going on back and forth for so long that uh, that it must have started before that even came up. All right, okay. Also, I don't remember... What Picard does with his left hand while he's fencing? Uh, cheats probably because he the he knows the junior officer won't call him on it. Would be my guess. So uh, the reason I think it's Ben Ryan is that uh, I don't tend to keep my left hand up high like you're supposed to because of my weird instinct to grab at the foil when it comes at me. <laughs> so I usually reach around and grab the strap uh, on the back of my jacket instead, just because then my hand is doing something. Right. Uh, at brother date, Ryan, uh, writes still on the, you know, these are all on the 15th, except the last one. Ryan writes, uh, no, damn it. I said, he's never starred in a good movie. This is the rock. Um, I must've contended that he's good in some movie. Yeah. I think maybe you said he's never started starting a good movie. I don't mean, maybe you didn't love doom. God, that was such a terrible film. I never saw Doom. It was such a hard film to watch. Marjan really wanted to watch it. She... What about whichever of the G.I. Joe movies he was in, if he wasn't in both of them? Oh, I forgot those even existed. Why did you remind me that those existed? I wanted to make you sad. Oh, Jesus. Oh, it worked. Actually, no, I, I'm a little bit sick. Made me a little uh, He's in at least uh, Fast and Furious, like, f- five and six, if not more of them. Those are the in, last two I saw. I think he's in all of them after whenever he joins, yeah. right? Uh, <laughs> and if you don't like those on some level, there is something wrong with you. Still have never seen one. Yeah, uh, I recommend watching all of them. <laughs> if <laughs> you're going to skip one, you can, of course, skip Tokyo Drift. <laughs> I like that your recommendation that's set in the That's set in the future and doesn't have all of the same people. Oh, wait, but it was set in the future. Now it's been a long time. Is it still set in the well, future? Well, I mean, now it's 2018. I think that's the year it's set in. Oh, really? Okay. But I, I believe... I'm not, I don't know, because I didn't see Fast 8, and I don't remember whether or not I saw Fast 7. Mm. Uh, I believe... The, the last ones I saw had not yet caught up to Tokyo Drift. Okay. In timeline, in universe. By the way, Marjan and I um, rewatched the Parks and Recs not that long ago, and you know how the last season has a time jump, and it takes place in either 2017 or 2018, I can't remember which. Yeah. They got a couple of things right. They got some stuff wrong, but they got some things right that made that creeped me out a little bit. Such as what? Uh, they got that the Cubs won the World Series last year, they say, and the Cubs won the World Series last year when we watched when we were watching it, and we were like, oh no. And then they, uh, oh, what was the other one? They got another one right, too. I have to go back. I'll, I'm sure someone has put on the internet the, the predictions that they accidentally got right. But it was creeping me out when I was going through, because there were things in there they put in as jokes. But still came true. <clears throat> Can I tell you uh, one thing that uh, really bums Katie out about Parks and Rec? Hmm. 
Uh, it's the way they treat uh, Jerry. Jerry, Gary, Larry. Jerry, Gary, Larry, Terry. Terry, <laughs> yes. Well, it's not. I mean, it's what it does is it circumvents some of your expectations because even the nice characters on the show, like Leslie, still treat him like garbage. That's right. Everybody is. Everybody Actually, the just, only just one goes to town on him. Who comes to not do that is uh, Ben. Ben eventually yes. learns that he's not he's not terrible and that he can hang out with him and they go on spa dates and stuff. But almost every character on the show, including the nice ones, treat him like absolute garbage. <laughs> they do. They do go to that well, and probably because so few people saw the other guys. They yeah. do go to that well where he's got a beautiful wife and nobody understands it. <laughs> yeah, where Ben Ben always tries to come up with a theory every time he thinks about it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> about how she, but they, they do a also, hypnotist, but then they forgot to say the word to wake her up. It is also revealed in another cutaway that Gary has the... Uh, Jerry, Gary, Terry, Larry has the largest penis that doctor has ever seen. <laughs> That's right. He didn't even check to see if he had mumps. He was just so distracted. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm not sure Marjan liked that part either. It it takes it closer to the realm of like Veep, which I've always considered dark, the dark version of Parks and Rec, where everyone is absolutely horrible to each other, but otherwise it has the exact same feel. Um. If you uh, so yeah so check out the, those fast those Fast and Furious movies all they right. are a real treat. I'll see what I can do. Listen, there's a reason that all of the people on How Did This Get Made love those movies. I know, but as I told you, it, it, they used to make fun of them, and now when they do like when they've done like the last three or four, it's just been uh, the, an hour and a half of praise for the movie. Yeah, they fucking turned it around. They actually love the movies. They don't the, even make fun of them anymore. The first one is uh, ridiculous in a way that's funny. And then by the end, it's just like, do you know, like when you watch the Jersey Shore and you're like, God, these are the worst people, but they bro down so hard. There's something kind of admirable about it. <laughs> I don't like know how that. how immediate and how close their friendships are. Well, that's it's just like uh, Vin Diesel's character, Dominic Toretto. Oh, he's talking about how it's uh, all about the family or whatever. His very family is very important to him. Mm hmm. But he seems to have a kind of innate magic where he makes big, strong men fall head over heels in love with him. <laughs> but I heard he and The Rock don't get along on set. I have also heard this, that they don't like to film together, etc., etc. And It's got to be jealousy, right? But like, I can't believe that's coming from The Rock. The, the only thing like Vin Diesel has over The Rock is that he has a twin brother. And that's kind of a fun thing to think about. Well, I mean, it would be more fun for Katie to think about a twin rock, twin rocks, twin the rocks. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But in every other way, it's like, oh, you want a big, muscly, racially ambiguous? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's only... Exactly. You're like, well, okay, yeah, I guess there's Vin Diesel, but uh, have you heard of The Rock? Okay, but Vin Vin Diesel's Groot, right? I mean, he's Groot, that is true. Don't people love Groot? I think people love Groot. I don't know. I guess. People were into Groot in the first movie. I don't really know what they thought about him as little Groot. Ba- baby Groot or whatever. Baby Groot in yeah. movie two. Movie two was doing some deep father issue stuff. Uh, I watched it on Netflix. Because I uh, was by myself and had no furniture. Actually, that's what I was watching when I was putting together the bar stools. Hmm. So yes, it did do some... Uh... Uh, with uh, what's his name, Kurt Russell? 
Yeah. Kurt Russell. I I can so there's a there's three of these guys and I always have to think about which one is which. Okay. So there's Kurt Russell. Yep. There's Val Kilmer. Oh sure. Well, okay. I I think I understand where the problem is already. But go on. And then there's Christian Slater. And I always have a minute where I'm like, no, it's one of those three. I'm pretty sure it would take me like 35 seconds to Google image search a, a period in time where they all had the exact same hairdo. I think that's probably what's happening. And I think that's what's happening there. <laughs> that kind of real uh, tall, uh, blondish kind of kind of do. I bet I could do it. You're thinking of Val Kilmer from uh, Top Gun. Maybe. I'm not sure that hair was long enough. But it's possible. I'll, I'll, I'll find it. I'll figure out. Val Kilmer. Uh, let's do young Val Kilmer, and then hopefully the internet won't report me to the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> Got someone from Google is on the phone with him right now. Yeah, he's Googling young Val Kilmer. Got a real problem here. All right, here's one. Okay, yeah, I'll slow that search down. All right, now let me do. I'm gonna do Kurt Russell. I'm just gonna say 90s for him. I'm afraid young might put it too, too early. Did Van Damme have that hair when he portrayed Guile in the Street Fighter movies, or did he just look like Van Damme because he wasn't going to change anything? Yeah, I don't think he was interested in in, cha- in changing his do. He was blonde, and I think that was enough for him. And then, uh, what was the last one we were talking about? Oh, Christian Slater. Also in Star Trek VI. Oh, that's true. With that, just a weird cameo where he is like not is only he just half on the lit, bridge of the Excelsior or he's, something. No, he's only half lit. He goes into Sulu's while he's quarter, while he's sleeping. He goes into Sulu's quarters and tells him something. That's Some, it. Something about getting a secret message from the Enterprise or something. Yeah, and because they need they need Excelsior to come to the rescue. Like a like for a second, you're like, wait a minute, what is that? Slater? Uh, even though, let's be honest, Enterprise does all of the work of defeating Chang's Bird of Prey. Uh, well, they certainly do the important part. All, is... all that happens is Sulu says, target that explosion and fire. <laughs> yeah, but he says it so very good. He's like, yeah, yeah. target that explosion and fire. And then they're just... It'd be great if Christian Slater said, uh, we can't really target an explosion. <laughs> Sorry, I don't... Like, that's not a mode. It's not a mode on this thing. I can't... Can't really be. We'll save it for the movie. Well, whatever. I've got the. I've got all their pictures, so I'll. Um, I'll send them to you later, so you can. Uh, you right. can verify. But this is what I'm. M- make about. it into a nice triptych for me. Uh, I don't know if I know how to do that. Um, what if I mail you three separate pictures? Okay, sna- that'll work. By snail mail. <laughs> yeah, print them out and put them in a triptych picture frame and send it to me. <laughs> <clears throat> but they all got this real '90s <clears throat> do. I'll just. I'll send you one of them, so you know what I'm talking about right now. But hey, uh, can can we just say that it's a crime that The Rock wasn't in the movie The Rock because then he definitely would have been in a good movie. I'm trying to think of how old he would have been. What was that like 1996? Yeah, he was probably at Miami so or something. He no, was, he was already in the WWE. Yeah, he was probably, F. but not. He wasn't The Rock yet, though. He might have been like Rocky Maivia or something. Yeah. Um. So, I'm not sure he was really capable. I mean, just give him um, Tony Todd's part. No. Yeah, don't give him Tony Todd's part. But then whose part are you going to give him? Give him, um... Like, random Navy SEAL that gets butchered? Sure. Yes. How about the one who's like, um... The one who's shouting at, uh, at Ed Harris that he he can't obey his order because he's... Cause he, even though he's going to get butchered. I'm sorry, I just saw a picture of, uh... 
Val Kilmer in Willow, and now I have to turn off all of the Google image <laughs> things. I have to turn them all off. Can't go back now, to Google anymore. Now the FBI forgives you. Also, I sent this picture of Christian Slater to Marjan. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I'm done. I'm done Google image searching probably you just forever. Did, you just did bad work. I'm just done with Bad everything. work on this just, one. You'll have to believe me that I found them, and they all had the same hairdo in those pictures. That's it. I mean, obviously... You want the, I would love for The Rock to have Nicolas Cage's part because I think The Rock and Sean Connery together could work oh, yeah, that could like be good. pretty well. But you kind of need Nicolas Cage in The Rock. You really do because he's doing a real Nicolas Cage. He Nicolas Cages it up super good there. Cut good the chit chat a hole. It's like that's never the inflection you would put on that. But I only borrowed your Humvee. <laughs> yeah, there's some great repartee. Going on it's a good movie too. There's there you got the whole. Uh... I love when he just breaks through the window and says, "Whoa, Mac! I might have known you, piece of shit." <laughs> Whoa, Mac! <laughs> I might have known you, piece of shit. Such good. <coughs> Watch The Rock, everybody. That is uh, again not the greatest action movie ever, but that is the peak of the entire genre. That's when the yeah. genre was a well-oiled machine. No, definitely the greatest action movie ever is uh, whichever one it is where. Uh, is it Jet Li who drives the car into the elevator? Oh, where the in, one where the uh, pools are Friday. for taking advantages of women. Not Ice Cube's Friday, but the Hong Kong movie yes, Friday. Yes, the other Friday, yeah. <laughs> Is it Jet Li? I might not be. <sighs> God damn it. It's not... It's not... Uh, it's not La Cheng Wan. It's not... Uh, no, that's, that's not really It's not style. Andy Lau. It's not Tony uh, Leung. It's not any of those old boys, I don't think. Anyway, I'm sorry. We there's some real good Hong Kong action movies, or just any Jackie Chan movie, probably. Those are always great. Put Friday Hong Kong movie. Maybe that's not the the best way to do it. It might not be called Friday. I think there was one. I think it's called Friday. Called Friday. Well, uh, let's try this. Is YesAsia.com still a website? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. Well, where, how would I import a DVD now? Yeah, it's still a website. Oh, shit. Uh, now let me try Friday. I just... I mean, you, what you want is just Friday disambiguation. I know. Uh, oh, there's a Friday original soundtrack. Well, all right. Yeah. Okay, I, that's, we're close. But that could be from the other, from the movie Friday also. Dude, this is really... It must not be called Friday. Cause yeah, I'm not finding anything, but I really also believe that that's what we thought it was called. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, if I just go Hong Kong uh, elevator, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, what what gonna, was driven if, in there? If I just go movies and videos, okay. and then country of origin Hong Kong, yeah, I think you're almost there. There's only like five movies in Hong Kong, right? Oh no, wait, and they then, put out seventy five per day. And then I want action adventure. Okay. We're definitely and then, gonna get there. Is there a button where I just hit best? <laughs> Show me best. <laughs> best and see what comes up. A- average customer rating. It's gotta be one of the top four. Uh, yeah, we'll no, Better Tomorrow it. is super good though. It's well, not that one, but that is a very good movie. I don't think we'll ever find the one that we are looking for. Um yeah. there's a movie called High Risk. Oh shit. Was wait. it High Risk? Oh High Risk I think that, for some reason, that feels really familiar. Uh, so let me let's Wikipedia high risk. Um, 
son of a bitch. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry that we have to do this right uh, now. It's a 1995 film starring Jet Li, so that seems... I just... I, for some reason... No, that, so that's the one where he's the cop, and his his wife is killed on the school bus? The, the school bus blows up? Do you remember that one? Yeah, is that not the same one? Yeah, no, I think it is. I think it is, but yeah, uh, yeah. Kit and Chow thin out the doctor's numbers after driving the car out of the freight elevator. Yes, so, thank you. High risk is a hundred percent, and good for you, Matt, for finding it. That's fucking, the best action movie. I That's fucking, the one that, that you're gonna want to see. I fucking did it. <laughs> you nailed it. By the I way, I don't know what you googled, but you got it. Well, you get credit because I IMDb Jet Li. Oh yeah, I remember that it was Jet Li. I forgot that he was the cop and not the Jackie Chan bodyguard or body double character in yes, that. Yes, the fake Jackie Chan. And as fake soon as I saw the cover, the picture, oh, yeah. I went, yeah, "Oh, yeah, it's yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah. That's the one. That's the one right well, there." Well, as soon as as soon as I saw the cover, I knew for sure that I had seen the movie <laughs> High Risk. All right, everybody, watch that one. Lots of recommendations. They're coming fast in this episode. They are. Watch they are. High well, That's risk. what the mailbag episode is for. It's Stop. for reminding us to recommend the movie High Risk to you, starring Jet Li and lampooning Jackie Chan. Uh, also, definitely watch a Better Tomorrow. Oh yeah, yeah, yes. I a think Better we... Tomorrow is a fantastic movie. I think we discussed that last time. That, yeah, uh, because uh, big noses. Because. No, this is Jay Sook. Oh, Jay Sook. Yeah, 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 Jay Sook. Yeah, Jay, Jay Sook knows all of the words to whatever the main song was from the Better Tomorrow soundtrack. Right. Probably sung by Chow Yun-Fat or something. <laughs> That's be. how those work. Everyone wants to be a triple threat. At Brother Date, is my chili game wrong, though? Which of us do you think really eats more chili? I Dog, even... I think Matt eats more chili. This is an I'm insane sorry. question. Hold you on a second. You would have to eat so much chili. Matt ate a can of chili twice a day. Oh, Every yeah. day. That was my meal. That was my meal. For eight years. <laughs> yes, right. Hey, can you can you vamp for a second? I want to go get all the chili so out of So that's my hard to beat. Uh, all right. <clears throat> Chilies. In my cupboard right now. Y'all ready for this? <laughs> I got some armor chili. As like in the hot dog armor people? Armor hot dogs. I've got wolf brand chili. That's not real. Uh, it's got the Texas uh, state outline on it. No, oh, okay. I've got Van Camps. I have got Steak and Shake. Wait, <clears throat> the the hamburger restaurant? The hamburger restaurant sells sells a canned chili. Sells their can of chili in Kroger supermarkets. <clears throat> oh, you're getting to experience new stuff for because you're in Nashville. Now. This is the pu- the purpose of this is I discovered what the best available chili was long ago, but that chili is not available here. So now I have to put wait. Wait, together... wait, they don't have they straight up don't have Denison's chili there. I've seen it nowhere. And you got to get yourself an Amazon subscribe and save thing going. That's probably what I'll end up doing. But first, I want to test all these chilies. Okay, and I'm gonna make a spreadsheet and everything. Uh, Kroger chili. That's like oh, Safeway. just straight up grocery store brand chili. Safeway Select. Uh, something called Vietti. Vietti. Well, Italians don't make chili. I agree. So, those are the six I found at the Kroger last time. What I'm about the Piggly Wiggly? Uh, I did actually go there today, and I saw their chili section, but I wanted to finish these six first. Okay. But um, they also, also obviously didn't have Denison's. They did not have Denison's. <laughs> um, so... And you already know about Hormel and Stag and shit. Yes, and this is the experiment I did in Boston, when there was also no Denison's. And, um... And obviously I did it in California, too, when I got back. Nobody knows more about chili than me anywhere! At least canned chili that you're gonna microwave. 
I've made chilies. I've been to chili cook-offs. I've done the whole thing. It was insane of him to think that he could match uh, my chilies. And Ryan, your chili game is wrong, prima facie, because you like Wendy's chili. Yep, that was exactly correct. The whole point of the conversation was that you liked Wendy's chili, which makes your um, makes you Al Gore. It's wrong. Your your chili game is wrong on its face. Yep. Your team is Al Gore, Ryan. Yeah. Your team is Al Gore. So, something to think about there. <clears throat> At Brother Date, he writes, I will accept a turtle as the main character for your music video. By which he means a ninja turtle that I draw. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't say ninja turtle. No, he forgot to say ninja <laughs> turtle. That's the important part. Just if he turtle. thinks I'm capable of drawing a regular turtle, he is sadly mistaken. Yeah, turtles are hard to draw. They got like a big round part and they got some little legs. Actually, it sounds really easy. It, yeah, and really I come easy? to think of it, it doesn't seem that hard, huh? Okay, we can probably knock that out then. So, what, when can we? And you can just video? always look up uh, pictures of Mitch McConnell if you can't remember how a turtle looks. That's right. That's right. Hey, d- wait a minute! It's 2018. Were we supposed to have a new theme? Ah, I knew we had homework over the holiday. Yeah. How long do you want to hold off on this episode while I come up with the music for a new theme? I don't. I don't at all. We just didn't do the homework. We'll do a new theme for 2019. All right. Good. All right. That's settled. Um. At brother date, he writes, if your team gets 19, I'll provide 18 of those. So he was going to be 19 of our 18 to 26, by which he meant, or 18 of our 19 to 26, by which he meant that we would, as the three of us together would go 19 and 26 in Call of Duty, and he would provide 18 of those kills. Wow, what a brag. It is a brag. It's also probably not true. He hasn't been playing, and I've gotten good. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm I'm top I'm a top one hundred thousand player. So that's right. Uh, but how are you in score per minute? I mean, one hundred seventy six or something. It's not less, awful. Less good because everyone I always see on the leaderboards is always at like it's like four hundred. I get it. Two or three something. <laughs> but just yeah, but yeah, you played a shit ton of games though. Faux fo- show. That's right. Yeah. <clears throat> And uh, his last message to us for this mailbag at Brother Date, it was almost everything I'd hoped for, and I have no idea to wit to what that mm, I asked it once he caught up. I asked him if oh. it was everything that he had hoped for. Okay. And uh, it was almost, I guess, is the answer. Um, we did get one more message in our mailbag, though. Wait. That's everything from Ryan. What? Yeah, but on the 19th, uh, your dear wife Marjan wrote in. Uh, okay. At Brother Date, regarding... Uh, hashtag Ravel, hashtag Bolero. Two hashtags that I'm sure are very popular. <laughs> yeah. We could make it work. Hashtag stay weird. So she wants to fuck to Bolero. All right, well. We also forgot to do that homework over the holidays, but I'll let you here's, guys know when we get it done. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to fuck to only Bolero from now on. Forever. Until, like, if she just hears Bolero when she's at work, mm-hmm. it makes her yeah. anxious. Yes. Nethers. Anxious nethers is what it is. Yeah, gives. you can wear earplugs if you don't want to also have that reaction in case you're out <laughs> on the road and somehow hear Ravel's Bolero. I feel like you're more likely to hear it in a university setting. Well, you know, I'm not impressed with Nashville radio, so I have two classical stations tuned in on oh. my uh, on my, so my presets. It's not out of the realm of possibility. What you said is a thing that I'm, could happen. 
I feel like Bolero is not a great choice for uh, radio, radio play. It's kind of it's a long, long, and it starts very slow, l- slow and quiet, and it's a long track that repeats itself over and like, over again. I guess you could have uh, the DJ talk over the first two minutes of Bolero, but that seems like something they don't do on classical stations. <laughs> Which, by the way, is why the audience, uh, when it premiered, uh, fucking had a riot and they were puking and punching each other, is because <laughs> it just kept repeating itself over and over again with some crescendo. It was making them really sick, and they were so angry about it because that's not how music works <sighs> if only they could see today where the greatest songwriters work for bad lip reading do you know like when you go to some local theater and there's a warning in the program that it will feature flashing lights and mm. simulated explosions and shit right you know, when you go to see action theater? <laughs> when you go to see uh, High Risk, the, the theater show? That's right. <laughs> oh my god, we should mount High Risk. Why did you move away? We, we can still do it. We can do it. <laughs> I'll fly back. I'll fly back for High Risk. Oh, wouldn't you love to be in some middle school auditorium and then <laughs> Coach McGurk style, you gotta drive a car up on the stage? <laughs> And can't roll the window down. You can't roll the window down. I'm just gonna go for it. I, I'm I'm just gonna go for it. <laughs> I risk the stage show would be amazing. You know, I heard from Ryan that he has uh he has thought that he might like to try community theater. Oh. So, Ryan, how would you like to play Jet Li? Yeah, we'll uh, let you be Jet Li as his famous character. Police Commander Jet Li. I don't remember the guy's name. <laughs> yeah, I don't in either. The, in our uh, stage adaptation of High Risk. It's going to be really good. Oh, it's, it's going to be so good. Who's the villain in that? Is that is, was he well-known? Was he one of the well-known guys? Let me see. Well, let's go back to the sorry, old article. Everybody. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry let's go back to the that. old article for High Risk. High Not risk. the Jackie Chan movie from 2009, but the Jet Li movie from 19, uh, from 99, rather, but from So 95. Jet Li plays Kit Li, which is awesome. Um, Jackie Chung plays Frankie Lone. Is he the, uh, the bad guy? Yeah, but that's he's the spoof of Jackie Chan. Oh, so he's okay. So that's so who's the fucking bad guy in this thing? I think it's Kel- Kelvin Wong. Oh, uh, as the doctor. As the doctor. Boy, maybe I. I guess I got to rewatch this thing. Yeah, you should. I guess I have that's some awesome be super homework. easy for you to do. <laughs> I have some awesome homework to rewatch. I got Iris. the DVD right there. Now my TV is dead, but right. I do have the DVD right there. Oh, you own this. Of course, I own high risk. I couldn't Jesus remember. Christ. Well, then how come you couldn't remember what it was? Because I because it's in a binder, so I don't have the fucking DVD cases out anymore. Uh, so I couldn't just look and see high risk. Okay, all right. I'm yeah, gonna... dog. Do you think I just guessed yesasia.com? I own a lot of Hong Kong movies. <laughs> they really they pump them out. I had to import most of them. I bought most of them before Amazon Prime made sense or was a thing. Uh, also, before you could get things like uh, high risk on Amazon, yeah. I yeah, used to have listen, to buy things. I have from yes all Asia three well. Infernal Affairs movies from Hong Kong. I used to buy things from Yes. Asia I have Running Out of Time and Running Out of Time Two. Oh, really? Yes. Well, I went through uh, Cecilia Chung phase, and so I've got a lot of weird Hong Kong movies. Okay, hold on. I don't remember off the top of my head who she is. Oh yeah, you do. You're being nuts right now. Okay, 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 okay. Got it. Yeah, exactly. You got it. 
Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. You want to want to look at her IMDb page? There's some hella good shit here. There's um. No, no, she was in King of Comedy. King of Comedy, like, obviously. I, I know she was in Shaolin Soccer. Right. I know who you're talking about. All right, thank you. That's what I'm saying. <clears throat> uh, she was in Running on Karma. That is a good movie. So there you go, man. This yeah. Is all the, so I probably have the real deal here. I probably have five of her movies in my collection. Would be my guess. Just looking at these. Yeah, I got I got fucking Lost in Time for sure. I got that one. Lost in Time was a good movie. Um. So and I'm, of course, it's got. It's got LC dubs in it, so you know I have lost in time. That is the good, yes. <laughs> Not only that, it's got a cute little kid in it, who she uh, she has to adopt in the end. Yes. And the little kid finds out that they're taking him to the adoption center, and he starts talking about how he doesn't even want ice cream anymore, and he'll never eat ice cream again if they don't drop him off at the, the foster home or whatever, and then she has to adopt him. Yep. And everybody cries. Yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I forgot about Cecilia Chung. All right, so I'll watch High Risk. I'll find a way to do it. Yeah, you should definitely. Like, why is that? There should just be Hong Kong Netflix. Like, just show me. Just give me a Netflix with Hong Kong movies. Yeah, what did they do in Hong Kong? I don't even need. I don't even need the Cat Three movies. Just give me. Just give me the action movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For, yes. I don't need to see a ghost have sex. I just want to see. <laughs> That's what most Category 3 Hong Kong movies were, right? Ghost sex? I think so. It was ghost sex. Ghost sex 2. Sex and the ghost. That's right. Uh, Spectre Coitus was my favorite one. Spectre Coitus was a very good one. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Marjan, uh, she she likes Bolero. Is that well, where we well, left hey- off? Yeah, hang on, dog. She's she's about to be in a German Chinese action thriller film whoa, 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 whoa. called Out of Control. It's coming hey. out early two thousand eight. <laughs> Eighteen. That's oh, okay. what I meant to say. Okay. I was like, wait a minute, because this says Out of Control came out in twenty sixteen. But it's starring T O P, the South Korean rapper. Oh, that yeah. This this had to have been made a while ago because he's been going through some hard times. Oh, uh, maybe that's. Yeah, it was filmed from February to May 2016. Yeah, okay, that makes. But more it sense. premiered at the film festival Cologne on October 1st of last year. Holy shit! Yeah, because yeah. um, top, <clears throat> top, I guess is how that's pronounced. Despite the fact that it definitely looks like it is. Uh... What did he do, Doug? Did he simulate a sex act? Oh, did he duh. smoke a marijuana? Yeah, he smoked did a he... marijuana while he... he was in the military. Did he do some fake shit to get out of his military service? What are the main? These are the main things that you could do. He combined two of Korea. them. He smoked a marijuana while he was in the military, and then uh, the public outcry was so great that he tried to kill himself. So he's been having a hard time. I see. And I don't believe he's had time to make any movies, so that's that. And the fact that IMDb well, lists out of control is 2016 is how I knew it was not. Anyway, it's due to be released in China by Huaxia Film Distribution. So okay. Chinese superstar who goes to in Germany a way that I can see it. for a red carpet event and falls into a conspiracy. She then meets a Korean Interpol agent and begins an intense rescue and escape operation. That, that, sounds, that sounds about right. That sounds, that sounds extremely correct. That sounds nuts. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I'm into this. <clears throat> uh, yeah, Marjan's into uh, Bolero. So that's how we wrap that up the mailbag, right? Is the mailbag? That's all of the mailbag, and that's all the mail that there was. Yeah. Um, you brought up uh, you brought up the uh, Call of Duty, or Ryan did um, in the ma- in the mailbag, and I I had like the worst Call of Duty day today. 
Yeah, I heard it was pretty bad. I heard you found a way for your character to trip and break his dick. Is that? Yeah. I, what button is that? Yeah, well, I didn't. I couldn't repeat it, so I couldn't tell you. But yeah. somehow, all the other characters, um, they, and they all came around and laughed at him. Were right? able. It to was do, weird. They all had like a point and laugh emote set up, and it wasn't. It wasn't so very good. I think I'm not going to play anymore unless you're also playing. Well, again, um, we had a power outage this afternoon, and that was the last straw that killed my 10-year-old Samsung TV. So You know, you've asked uh, me several times, not maybe not several, but a few times, whether you should get a new TV. Yeah, and I should have done it. Uh, just like with my Mustang, I should have done it by now. But, like, you don't have and, to make up an excuse so that I will give you permission to buy a new TV. Like, if your TV's... If you want a new TV, just go get one. You don't have to lie to me and tell me your TV broke today. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter to me. Yes, go I get see. go get a new one. Like, I don't care. I see what's happening. Like, you, you had one a long time ago. It's still alive, <laughs> but you don't want it anymore. So just go get a new one. Like, I don't care. <laughs> Does not matter. <coughs> wow. I was going through that for a while where I wanted a new TV, but Marjan thought it was dumb to get one if the old one was working. And right. uh, I had asked my friend Dilu if he could come over and, and steal it and stage a break-in. If he could just come over and just steal the TV. And then I'd be like, what can I do? These robbers. It'd be a weird way to discover that Marjan keeps your house under surveillance per- per- <laughs> permanently. You've just been on a nanny cam 500 times thinking about Cecilia Chung. I think no matter how I find out, it's going to be pretty weird. Yeah. When I find out. Dude, I've gotten so many calls from, uh, like, ADT. Calls and emails and uh, leaflets and, sh- like, they really want me to install home security here. Yes, they they are desperate for it. They somehow got word that a new person was moving in here, and they are very, very desperate to get a hold of me. I had one of these people read a script at me, and I'm a renter, by the way. And right. you'd think that would end the conversation. It does not. They still, yeah, they're like, so? I, I had a person reading the script, uh, and apparently their script straight up says... Uh, can I ask you why you don't care about your family security? Holy shit. <laughs> How buck wild is that? Holy shit. Wait, Who's, for real? That's on somebody's script. Uh, it did, the, the person who said it did not sound malicious. I'd be like, why don't you care about your own safety? Because I'm going to find you. I'm going to find you and I'm going <laughs> to I should do an Aunt Mary you. and say, you're lucky I don't have a gun right now because I would come down there and shoot you all to death. <laughs> Mary. Amazon not, customer support. You're not supposed to talk about our family on this I know, I know, show. I know, I know, I know. I'm sorry. You're out of practice. If we, if we haven't done this in a while. I forget that some subjects are off limits. Yeah, you're out of practice. That's That was foul. That's foul. Um, but Mary gives you a lot of ammo, to be fair. Um, that is buck wild that that is on a script. Yeah, I mean... It, okay, if it's not on that guy's script, why was he so dead behind the eyes when he said it to me? <laughs> That's insane. Well, I've never heard something like that. I mean, we used to say some insane shit when I worked at the worst ever of my sales job doing credit card processing uh, uh, sales. And um, we did have people occasionally call back and threaten to sue us and stuff like that. But I don't think it was ever on the script. Can I ask you? Can I ask you why you yeah. don't care about your family's safety? Yep. That's that's intense. Yeah. How crazy is that? Well, for whatever reason, they uh, they were caught, they caught wind that somebody had bought this place, and they are uh, all up on my jock about it. 
so you had you had such a bad such a bad call of duty day mm-hmm. that you don't want to play call of duty unless i'm also playing yeah i don't think i want to play anymore unless you're playing <laughs> because play of one f- bad like yesterday you had a pretty good day yeah i'll only i think i'll only play now for the so the social experience and i don't socialize with the weirdos on the internet so and you should not yeah so i don't think i'm gonna do it anymore because uh I was think I was saying out loud, what am I going to do? What am I going to do today? What am I going to do? And I don't know why it was so important that I do better at that game. <laughs> but I just kept Matt, repeating, the other what day, am I going to do? The what am I going to do about this? You told me you were in it for the love of the game now. No, I'm not any. I'm out. I'm out again. Okay. <laughs> I'm out. There's no love for the love of the game anymore. <laughs> DR Dead just used to you be... Had... Just because you had one, just because you had like a string of matches where you went like ten and thirty, all of a sudden you're out of the game, dude. Uh, the Ardennes and Gustav Cannon used to be my savior. They were my streak stoppers, and I did so bad on those maps today, so bad. Just getting into long range firefights with people for no reason, and f- fucking knowing oh, there was a dude around the corner and going, well, don't oh, go that way. mental stuff? You just needed to focus up? Yeah, I could not focus up. Couldn't do it. Kept trying to focus up, but couldn't do it. So, No, oh, that's a shame. Yeah, I'm just, um, no, just tell me when you're playing. Maybe I'll play when I'm not playing. Yeah, I know. I'll let you know, but I have to... Uh, Get a new TV, I know. Source, source and buy <laughs> and have delivered a new TV. So it could be a couple days. <clears throat> you have... Uh, I was very d- disappointed to learn that Prime Now will not deliver a TV to me. You feel in comfortable. In the next two hours. You feel, you feel comfortable that your car will not be big enough to... Uh, transport the tv back no i probably couldn't get anything much bigger than a 42 inch tv in my car yeah. and i don't want to really want to downsize my tv now that tvs are a third the price they were when i bought this last one the problem is uh those big old boxes they come in just sizes everything up when you're trying to put it in the car yeah i figure i want a 55 inch tv i don't think much bigger because the wall that my tv is against is not much wider than that there yeah mine's a 55 and it takes up most of my mantle right so i think that's about the sweet spot that i'm looking for but since i've got a 47 now that's that's gonna be nice that, that'll be nice good improvement maybe it'll not help me mention, focus up not to mention that it'll be uh, like a 4k and all that yeah although i don't think i have any 4k sources all that good stuff and it'll have a it'll be smart though you told me you don't really want it to be smart i don't want it to be smart and i probably won't use any of its smart features but like i probably just won't ever connect it to the internet that seems fine i mean i enjoy having it it's much it's easy to have it all in one hub all of my all my streaming apps and stuff like that Yeah, but my xbox can do all that shit yeah and now since i use my xbox for sling i could i could just go back to doing that if i wanted yeah so at that point we can play Call of Duty again. Um, speaking of Amazon, why um, why have they been trained to leave the boxes in front of your door in such a way is that you, you cannot open your door? This fucking. But why is that so a good if, idea? The fucking I don't know, but it's not it's not Amazon because the fucking UPS guy came today. Oh, that's what I mean. Not the Amazon guy. The, the yeah. guy who delivers it. The UPS guy. left left a box on my back porch and knocked on the door and walked away because he could see that I was at my desk working. Mm-hmm. Left it in a spot where I could not get the door screen door open. Good. I'm glad so this happens to I everyone had, all the without, time without just smashing the package around. <laughs> right. So I had to go out through the front door and walk around to the screen to get the package, and then it wasn't even for me. It was for my neighbor. 
Why do they? Why Just can't they figure lean it out? up against the screen door so that it'll get levered under as I try to open? I can't. I don't know. They must be doing it on purpose. Like, there's no way you could accidentally. They left four packages downstairs. We have to order a lot of stuff because we're not only moving into a new condo, but she's starting a new job and I started a new job. Well, a new, um, a new team, a new new division uh, in the same company, and. Um, and it just leave four packages right in front of the door in such a way that when you try to open it, it wedges against this little brick outcrop. <coughs> yep. And the door can't open. And I got a building full of people here who will come down and try to open the door and won't be able to get out of the building because of my packages. Yep. And they'll see that they're all for you. Mm-hmm. They'll just the label will just be sitting there on top, and they'll go, "This fucking guy. Like, this is the guy you should hate." And it also will say Matthew Nielsen from California. Yes, yeah, right. It'll say from San Francisco. It won't even say California. It'll say yeah, from Matthew San Nielsen, comma Yankee. That's <laughs> yes, right. And I, I know they know that I'm the one filling up the trash like <laughs> so much, just <laughs> filling up the trash like crazy because moving makes a lot of trash. It does. And they must Well, especially if you just say, pack everything up, we'll throw it away when we get there. (laughs) Which I'm sure we did a little bit of. Yeah, you always do. You always move, and then you unpack a box, and you're like, oh, I didn't need any of this shit. Yep. Um, I am pretty good about it, but I'm also, I also don't hoard as much as Marjan, so it's much easier to sort through when we're moving. So I'm sure there's a ton of shit that Marjan packed that we do not need at all. Um. Did we bring two rice cookers? We don't even eat rice. <laughs> That's right. And uh, not only that, the first week I was here, some somebody was parking at my spot. <clears throat> Turned out to be the family uh, who lives across from me. And uh, I just sent a note to the property manager person who was responsible for, I don't know, making sure shit operates right. Everyone here owns, so it's not a big deal. But um, he... Yeah, I sent a note to him just saying, hey, here's the car that's in my spot. Let me know if you know who that is. If not, I'll just leave a note on it. It's not a big deal. At my, you know, I understand the spot's been open for a while, so they've probably just been parking here out of convenience or whatever. Then he sends an email blast to the whole place talking about how I'm moving in and someone's parked in my spot and not to do that anymore and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, God damn it. And <clears throat> so, of course, it turned out to be the people who live directly across the hall from me. So, you, so know, now you see them all the time. You yeah, open your door and they're always there. Every day. And they know that I was complaining about them. Even though You're holding your car keys in your hand. <laughs> That's right. Even they then. know you're going right down to that spot. Oh, we both go down to the car like at the same time. They're getting in their yep. car. I'm getting in mine. Yeah. So uh, I'm not making a lot of friends. So I need these UPS guys to focus up. Yes. And not put the packages in such a way that the door cannot be opened. Anymore. Oh, that'll never happen. God. You'll never get what you want. It used to happen in Mountain View, and I was like, maybe that won't happen anymore when I move. I don't know why I thought that. Oh, but at least in Mountain View, they were only blocking your door. Yeah, that's true. It was, yes, here they're blocking every motherfucker. The packages, when they show up here, sometimes they're left outside, like they were today. Sometimes they're left right inside the front door. Sometimes they're left right outside my door. Sometimes they buzz my unit. They all should, because it's easy to do, to just buzz 214 and be like, hey... Your packages are here. There is no uh, rhyme or reason to how the packages are left here. Yep. Well, it's probably half the time it's UPS. Half the time it's some guy who is like also an Uber driver (laughs) and also delivers food to people. Yeah, that's right. But he's Amazon's last mile guy also. Yeah. Like, I could not tell you the number of times just a weird random 